Welcome to Rams Up, your L.A. Rams podcast. We cover just about any SoCal sports team, but our primary focus here is your Los Angeles Rams. You can also check out our YouTube channel for weekly video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Man, there is a lot to talk about with the Los Angeles Rams heading into Week 10. We're going to have a preview of the rematch with the Arizona Cardinals, of course. Lots of things going on with the Rams roster. We'll get to that in a minute. First, we're going to take a look back at last week. Bobby Evans didn't have the best performance last week. Week 8 against San Francisco, he had a 155 Pass blocking grade against Tampa Bay, 13.6. So it actually got worse. Evans actually fared worse against the Bucs than he did against the 49ers. And this isn't going to make you feel any better. The Rams had 206 net yards against the Bucs. Take away Cooper Cup's productivity. Rams had 79 yards of offense. 38 yards receiving without Cooper Cup. Van Jefferson, five targets, zero receptions. I want to put that game behind us real quickly and move on to some new stuff, what's going on with the Rams roster, but I had to share that with you as sad and depressing as it is. That game's behind us. Hopefully we all feel a little bit better about things. Probably not, actually. What a painful way to lose to the Bucs and such an important game as well, but The Rams will survive, moving on, coming back home to play the Cardinals. And what's going on with the roster? Lots of news. They waived Terrell Burgess, and I don't think Burgess ever really recovered from that injury in his rookie year because he started out pretty well and just never got it going. Rams seem to have lost faith in him, and they're clearly feeling a little bit better about rest yeast, so Burgess is gone. And the Rams also waived for the second time this year, Kendall Blanton with Bryson Hopkins back in the fold. Blanton expendable, so he moves on. But the biggest news, the elephant in the room, Matthew Stafford in concussion protocol. And his wife justifiably voicing some concern about her husband's health. And Stafford, I think, is probably a long shot to play this week, is my guess. This concussion stuff, the NFL's taking it much more seriously now especially with what happened with Tua. So it's going to be John Wolford or Bryce Perkins. And we may drop a video in the next day or two discussing who it should be. And that should be pretty entertaining. I have some thoughts on that. Pros and cons of both guys. Bryson Perkins, good for the run game. John Wolford, more likely to keep guys like Cooper Cup involved and productive and be able to run this offense much more like Matthew Stafford did. But is that a good thing? Maybe not. Maybe Perkins is what we need, some mobility back there. But I'm not going to play my hand. i got to give this some thought anyways. But look for a possible drop on our YouTube channel. That's at LA Rams Up. That is the handle for our YouTube channel, easy enough to find. And we'll definitely have a video drop the Rams path to the playoffs. We do that once a week until there's no point in doing it anymore. And hopefully 
That time will come when the Rams clinch a playoff spot as opposed to being eliminated. Other news, Coleman Chalton apparently likely back. That's a big boost for the offensive line. Now, I don't know where Shelton goes, right guard with someone sliding over to replace Bobby Evans, or does Shelton take over at left guard? Who knows? We might not know till later in the week, or possibly even game time. Brian Allen was has been held out, but he should be good to go. And Kyron Williams could play. Trevin Howard, Malcolm Brown, Alaric Jackson, Robert Rochelle, and Greg Gaines all a little banged up. It's just a guess right now if any of those guys will miss the game too early in the week. We'll know more Thursday and Friday. On the Cardinals side, Kyler Murray is dealing with a hamstring issue. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, Kyler Murray is a fine quarterback. If that's how you want to roll with a guy like that, good for you. But this happens every year. He gets banged up. It's an ankle. It's a hamstring. It's a knee. And he becomes a very mediocre quarterback when he loses that mobility. And that may be the case this week. Once again, we'll have to see. But the Rams seem to have the cards number anyways, especially when the Rams are playing defense. Offense, all bets are off in this game, the way the Rams' offense has been playing. And also Rodney Hudson, perhaps their best offensive lineman, he has been held out and may not play as well. A special assistant pointed this out to me. He just realized... Uh, Last year, the Rams' playoff opponents in order were Arizona, Tampa Bay, and then San Francisco. And this year, three in a row, reverse order, we are playing San Francisco, Tampa Bay, and Arizona. Last year, in the playoffs, we won all three, of course. This year, in the regular season, we're at risk of losing all three, but that's not going to happen, right? And then... After Arizona, we play the New Orleans Saints, the team we beat in the 2018 NFC Championship game. So some old friends coming back to haunt us. Before we get to our preview of the Rams-Cardinals game, I've been doing this every week. Who am I counting out? Which NFL teams are done, are now irrelevant, and have no shot at the playoffs? In week six, I counted out the Panthers and the Commanders. For a moment there, I thought I was premature with both of those teams, but I still feel pretty good about that. In week seven, I counted out the Lions and the Texans. And in week eight, I counted out the Jags and the Steelers. Anyone else joining that bunch? Let's go through these divisions. Not counting anyone out from the AFC East. They actually might be one of the stronger divisions. Every team over 500. In the AFC South, we've already counted out half the division the Texans and the Jags. And I know I said Monday morning the Colts were done, but actually at 3-5-1, a new coach, maybe some new direction, not quite ruling them out yet, but they're on the watch list, that's for sure. In the AFC West, how about the Raiders? Two and six. Yes, I'm calling them done. The seventh team, done for the year. It's over. Thank you for participating the Las Vegas Raiders. Don't tell that to a Raider fan. I can guarantee you 90% of Raiders fans will tell you they're going to find a way to get it done. They're going to the Super Bowl. And we'll see them later on this year. That should be fun. AFC North, I've already counted out the Steelers. The Browns didn't play, so no change with them. NFC East, I counted out the Commanders in Week 6. The other three teams, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, 
all in the playoff hunt. And the rest of the NFC, there's a bunch of teams that we need to keep an eye on. The Cardinals, Bears, and Packers, all at three and six. Yes, they are on the watch list. Those teams need to get a win here real quick. And the other team that others would consider, not me though, the Rams at three and five. Not quite yet. Got to keep an eye on them. They need to get a win this weekend or they'll probably fall onto the watch list for sure. But they're still definitely alive and have a shot. So we're adding the Raiders. That's it. Seven teams are done. We'll come back and take a look at this again next week. One last reminder, look for YouTube drops this week. Could be two. We'll definitely do the path to the playoffs and perhaps another one talking about Wolford and Perkins as potential starters this weekend. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm definitely going to do that. And I can't say I'm going to leave it as a surprise who I'm leaning towards because you know what? I'm not even sure yet. In the preseason, if you listen to this podcast, you know I favored Wolford over Perkins. But with the way this offense has been playing, maybe Perkins gets a nod. You have to check in to see. Back in a minute with our Rams-Cardinals preview, followed by our Rams Up Straight Up Game Picks. Your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. The stakes are high and the tension is higher. He kicks and you watch as the ball lands... Make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Do I have a same-game parlay for you this week? Hey, let's look at our own Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to tell you to take the over on the Rams' rushing yardage. That's right. The Rams get Coleman Shelton back. Bryce Perkins might play. And even if he doesn't, I think the Rams are going to be much more productive in the run game. Maybe Kyron Williams plays. Point total, take the under. And Kyler Murray, take the under on the passing yardage. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Get into our Week 10 game preview. The Arizona Cardinals visiting SoFi Stadium to play our Los Angeles Rams. Second time these two teams have met this year. Rams winning in Week 3, 20-12. Series record, another team the Rams have a big advantage over. Rams 48 wins, 39 losses, and two ties in the series. Memorable games, I already mentioned this back in the Week 3 preview. That was the 1975 playoff game. I still remember listening to that on the radio. The Jack Youngblood, Fred Dreyer, Harold Jackson, John Capaletti, Lawrence McCutcheon, Thomas Mack Rams beat the Dan Deerdorf, Mel Gray, Jim Hart, Terry Metcalf, Roger Worley cards. That was the St. Louis Cardinals 
The score in that game, 35-23. to 23. Ron Jaworski, the Polish rifle, versus Jim Hart. Cardinals coached by Cliff Kingsbury. Are we going to be saying that next year? I'm starting to wonder. He's in his fourth year. His record has gone something like this. Five wins and ten losses and a tie in 2019. Eight and eight in 2020. Eleven and six in 2021. And three and six in 2022. Key players on offense, Kyler Murray, James Conner, the running back, Eno Benjamin has started to pitch in at that position as well. DeAndre Hopkins back from suspension. Zach Ertz, the tight end. Two good offensive linemen, DJ Humphreys and Rodney Hudson. Now, I don't know if you heard this, but Hopkins and Murray apparently getting in a pretty serious verbal confrontation on the sideline last week. Not sure if that wound is going to fester. And of course, their offseason acquisition, Marquise Hollywood Brown, out for this game and probably the year. On the defensive side, but a Baker, their great safety, he's out. Suffered a high ankle sprain last week, so he'll miss this game for sure. J.J. Watt is back, but I'm not convinced he's 100%. Isaiah Simmons, a linebacker, has started to make some splash plays. But this is a decent defense, but nobody on that side really scares you. I guess the exception would be Watt if he's healthy. He does have four and a half sacks on the year. Team stats. Cardinals kind of middle of the pack offense going up against a top 10 defense in the Rams. Probably a top five defense depending on your metric, but in short, one of the better defenses in the league, notwithstanding how that Tampa Bay game ended. On the defensive side, they're a middle of the road defense as well. You know, they're just pretty good uh, against the run and against the pass. They're going against a Ram offense that was second to last in yards per game. And it pains me to say that. How far have we fallen? A Josh McVay offense with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup just can't get anything done lately. Just the occasional long catch and run by Cooper Cup. It's about all we got, it seems like. Hardly anybody else involved. But the Cardinals are one team. If we're going to get it going, this is the week. I'm seeing an early spread of Rams by three and a half. That may hold. It may not. Should be a pleasant day in Los Angeles. Upper 60s, low 70s. Cardinals come in three and six. The Rams three and five. The Cardinals over the last four games, they have lost to the Seahawks twice and sandwiched in between those two games. They beat the Saints and lost to the Vikings. So three of their last four have been losses. The Rams beat the Panthers and then came out of their bye with two straight losses to the Niners and Bucks. My fearsome four keys to the game, you know, I'm, you've probably detected some real frustration on my part when it comes to this. The way the Rams are playing on offense, you know, identifying keys to moving the ball. I mean, there's probably a bunch of them. Starts up front. We just need to move the ball, period, on a consistent basis. A couple of long drives, run the ball a little bit. Hey, how about we score in the fourth quarter? I don't know if you're going to force the issue and demand that I identify four keys. It's probably what the Rams have done in the past to beat the Cardinals. One, contain Kyler Murray. We've been pretty good at that. Two, 
no catastrophic plays on offense or defense. It's more likely going to happen on offense the way things are going. Number three, move the ball on the ground a little bit. Number four, put together some long drives and put the ball in the end zone. It's kind of how you win any game, right? The way the Rams are playing, they got to get back to the basics. They got to show that they're a good football team once again, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Don't really have any issues with our defense. I mean, the soft coverage and not getting the sacks because of the soft coverage, those types of things. That's a strategy. That's a philosophy that they've adopted this year. And for the most part, it has worked. And we have to maybe back off as fans and podcasters and demand that they get to the quarterback and play tighter coverage. It's not going to happen. This is the formula they have. They just need to execute it a little bit better at certain times at the end of the game, potentially, when they're trying to protect a small lead. But really, it really comes down to the offense. The offense just has to play better. And if the offense just plays average the way this defense is playing, we still have a chance to win a lot of games. And it's got to start with the Cardinals. It's a team we've dominated. Uh, I'm not calling this a must-win game, but I think it might be a must-win game, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, to drop to 3-6, and six, yeah, sure, maybe they can run off a few straight wins. But remember, they have the Chiefs and Chargers coming up. Both of them will be tough games. There are still potential W's out there, but this is where it has to start. They have to win this game. And I'm going to go with, I was originally going to go with Rams three to nothing, maybe six to three, but I'll be a little more realistic, a little more optimistic here. I think it's going to be the Rams 17 and the Cardinals 16. Yes, the Rams will get in the end zone twice. They'll kick a field goal. You know, I actually think the Rams will put up more points in this game. I think they'll get Matt Gay in range a few times and maybe pad that lead, but uh, I'm going to roll with 17 points for the Rams, a 17-16 win over the Cardinals. Time for our Rams Up Straight Up Game Picks Week 10. Let's get into it, but first, a look back at Week 9. Lorenzo Reyes of USA Today went 10-3, and as did Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. Pete Prisco and I both went 9-4. and So the standings on the season, Mike leads the pack with 88 correct, Lorenzo 86. I am four-backer Lorenzo with 82, and Pete, and Pete still bringing up the rear with 78 correct. Now, what's been hurting me this season so far, especially recently, is the requirement that I pick the Rams every week and maybe picking with my heart a little bit when it comes to some other teams, notably Seattle. And I get dinged for that. Not a good betting strategy, but for my Rams up straight up game picks, I will continue to pick the Rams every week from now until eternity but this week, I may have to lean on the Seahawks over the Bucks. But let's get into those picks for next week. Falcons at the Panthers. I will take the Falcons. They're the better football team. Panthers had a spark there for a while. I remember, these two teams played just a couple weeks ago, and that was that crazy overtime game. I think the Falcons win again here. Seahawks at the Buccaneers in Germany. Now, this is a game I'd really like to see the Buccaneers win. I'd like to see the Buccaneers win that South 
division, and I'd love to see the Seahawks start racking up some losses. And I'll explain why in our upcoming weekly video, the Rams' path to the playoffs. And yes, that path does still exist. Check out the YouTube channel for more details. That's coming up in a couple of days. But in this one, I'm going to have to take the Seahawks, pull them for the Bucks, but I'm taking the Seahawks. Vikings at the Bills. Not sure what's going on with Josh Allen. I still think the Bills win that. Lions at the Bears. Oh, man. I, I swore off the Lions, and this is a game I think they would probably win on most Sundays. But I don't know. I'm going with the Bears. Lions have just disappointed me too many times. And Justin Fields, he could run for 200 yards against this defense. Jags at the Chiefs. Chiefs should roll in that one. Browns at the Dolphins. I'll take the Dolphins. Browns are a team that you just can't count on. They could blow the Dolphins out or they could just look horrible, but taking the Dolphins. Texans at the Giants. This is a game the Giants can't afford to lose at home against a weaker opponent. Still have a shot at the divisional title. Certainly a leading candidate for a wild card spot, so I'll take the Giants. They have a lot more to play for. Saints at the Steelers. This is one of the worst Steelers teams I've seen in a while. Of course, they're missing their best player, T.J. Watt. Quarterback situation is not the best. I'll take the Saints. Broncos at the Titans. I think the Titans are going to slap the Broncos around and win that pretty easily. Colts at Raiders. Colts undergoing some real changes there. They're not playing Matt Ryan. They fired their coach, bring in Jeff Saturday. And the Raiders, they're a bit of a shipwreck at this point, but Raiders at home, I'll take them. Cowboys at the Packers. Now, if the Packers had trouble with the Lions defense, they're going to be in for a long day against this Cowboy defense. I'll take the Cowboys. Cardinals at Rams. This is a team the Rams have dominated recently. They're at home. Tough loss last week. This is really going to test the Rams' mental state how they're feeling about themselves, if they're really geared up to make a playoff run or not. I'm taking the Rams. Chargers at 49ers. This could be the game of the week. Love to see the Chargers win this, but actually it may be to our benefit if the 49ers win this and eventually take over first place in the NFC West and the Rams knock off Seattle a couple of times and then uh, win the tiebreaker for a wildcard spot. Regardless of all of that, I think the 49ers are the better team and they come away with the win, especially at home. 49ers in that one. Commanders at the Eagles on Monday night. That'll be the Eagles' time to shine. They're going to win that one, although the Commanders certainly could put up a fight with that pretty good defense there. So that's my Rams up straight up picks for week 10. Two big games from the Rams' perspective is let's see the Buccaneers knock off the Seahawks. Rams get back in the win column. That would be a big step in the right direction. There's another few games that could help our cause slightly. Cowboys beating the Packers, reducing the chances of the Packers making a playoff run, competing for a potential wild card spot with the Rams and Seahawks. If things pan out the way I think they need to pan out to the Rams' benefit, I think we're going to get divergence on a lot of games this week. I could see split opinions on the Falcons-Panthers. Seahawks, Buccaneers, even the Lions, Bears, Colts, Raiders, Cardinals, Rams. Could see split opinions on all those games, but 
Those are my picks. We'll check back in next week. Hopefully make up some ground on Lorenzo and Mike. That needs to start happening really quick. And key to that for me is the Rams need to start winning because I'm picking them every week. And so that's five in the wrong column for me just on Rams results. That's going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. You'll find links to all of our episodes as well as transcriptions. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.